Three, two, one. What, what are, are you wearing? wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just think that's going to be alarming for people to start listening. Um, Amy and I just took a, cl- a cleansing breath and we felt, co- we felt compelled to record it as well because um, we needed it. Because sometimes before the pod, we just really get into it. Yeah. Like I've said before, I do think the worst thing that anyone could ever do to us is somehow make that make like what we talk about in Zencaster before we click record, make it public. Um, (laughs) Those like, or maybe that would be a really good like Patreon thing to do of like, if people subscribe to us, you get access to like me and Amy pre-pod. I think that's a great idea. And that would really like foster a deep parasocial relationship with us because we really get, we really get into it. But it's awesome. Like it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a therapy sesh, which we've mentioned before a few times. Yeah. I and I really needed it today. So thank you for being there for me. Um Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> can I admit a few things? Yeah. Okay. The first is that I feel self-conscious because I'm using my AirPods and I'm not using my mic. And so mm-hmm. I can only imagine what my audio sounds like. I think it sounds very charming and okay indie <laughs> but think yes this is this is just my attempt to be more indie um but no I am in fact not home I am house sitting dog slash dog sitting um so I think I also just I want to say like if people hear dogs in the background that's why and also my computer fan is running really loudly and so if you hear that that's that I don't hear anything but thank you for the thank you for the context there thank you for describing the setting of course um do you need to do you need to air any grievances before we start or admit (laughs) anything oh i'll also admit this is for the very first time ever i'm recording the podcast under the influence oh my gosh what are you drinking i'm drinking a belgian style wheat beer beautiful i believe the company is allagash and it's delightful stunning (laughs) if you will if i may be so bold do you need to air out anything i do have another thing to admit actually chloe please i love your bangs oh my gosh thank (laughs) you (laughs) wow what a good admission um the rumors are true I did get bangs and at first I did not like them and now I love them. I think I needed a week for them to get like a little bit longer. Yeah. They're great. And what's truly devastating, like in the way that bangs bangs do be devastating because in a week they're gonna be too long. So that's, <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Like I have like a peak this is like peak bang time where I really have to enjoy it because soon they're gonna be a little too long and I'll have to go mm-hmm. get them trimmed um i have one more thing to admit yeah i love your hair oh my god we've we have both had hair transformation since the last time we recorded um amy got a keratin treatment like she has been speaking about for many many months i've been speaking it into existence um and it and it happened 
that's you're right because we did record the episode with salvi right after Mm -hmm. shout out to salvi at the hungry diplomat um and and ryan's episode too you talked about it because we talked about her curly hair yeah but i hadn't gotten it done yet so this is actually the first episode of what are you wearing post keratin treatment and i just want to say that like it's one of the best things that i've ever done in my life like i i thought that first of all I thought that it was going to be way more expensive than it actually was and I went to like a nice salon to get it done like I was very particular I was like I I was like I could get this off of Groupon but I don't really know so I like I went with like a trusted spot and it was took six hours um but it was well worth it and I love it. I feel like it's so, it's just like one less thing to have to think about. But I have, I, I think, I don't remember if I told you this, but I've told Julia, my sister, this, that I have like a recurring nightmare that I wake up and my hair is curly again. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So wow. that is, that's something. But anyway, thank you. We've both had hair transformations. We did. It feels really good. And we're doing something kind of different today. Should we explain it for yes. our, our faithful listeners? We are trying a new format out where we just speak. Um, it's revolutionary, but where we just speak about anything we want. Uh, no theme, no topic, no preset anything. So you're hearing me and Amy totally unprepared we haven't we haven't (laughs) done done really a lot of prep before and i think we have a pretty brilliant name for it amy what is the name for this uh format off the cuff off the cuff i love it so much so welcome to off the cuff (laughs) i to start do you want to tell me what you're wearing amy oh my god yes i was actually excited today when i put on my outfit for you for this very conversation so i'm wearing this pair of jeans that i yes. got recently and i'm actually sorry let me check, check with the brand too they are it's i think that they're called sorry this is so funny um no i love it there are just black denim that i got from a boutique um and i love them and they're great i'm wearing a white basic t-shirt from Target. Um, which since the laundry episode, I've, I, first of all, I invested in a drying rack. Second of all, I've stopped using the dryer for most things. And, um, definitely, I definitely, uh, believe the hype now about not using the dryer because the shirt is even in like way better shape than it was. And I feel like if you're going to buy something that's like $5 from Target and you want to keep it for a while like don't put it in the dryer and I haven't been doing that and it's been holding up really nicely um and then I am also wearing a sweater made out of alpaca wool that my dad got for me when he was in Peru over the summer and it's beige everyone I love your outfit this is to me this is classic Amy and I will let everyone know she is wearing her Lee Brevards and they look excellent did you get new charms for them or is am I is I just kind of far away no, it's there's still the same charms. I can do jewelry too. Actually, I'm wearing a little silver oh. evil eye necklace. Yeah. That's and really a bracelet. Cute. And a bracelet that was um my aunt has a friend who's a jeweler and this was she had this made for my 25th birthday. It's just very simple. It's like gold beads and oh. then it's all different color sapphire stones. It's very small. 
Um, yeah, because that's your birthstone, just like yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, cute. I do. I feel like that is a good birthstone, too. I like sapphires. I think I. I and you know who that. had a sapphire engagement ring? Princess Diana. Yes. I was going to say Princess Kate, but of course, Diana, too. LOL. Because Kate well, has the her same ring. ring, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, I was like, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we will be talking about the royal family this episode. We- we will There's be talking about our family. <laughs> but before we get that. to that, Chloe, I have a question for you. What's your question? What are you wearing? Oh my gosh. Thank you for asking. Finally, I'm I have like a real outfit. I feel like I I kept my work clothes on because I mean it's 7 30 here. I feel like the last few episodes i mm-hmm. i'm always like i'm wearing unique little sweatpants and like this is an <laughs> old sweater um and so <laughs> i'm wearing this is a striped shirt it's fabulous these are black eileen fisher trousers amazing um, and then so the striped shirt is like the brand literally says like navy uniforms or something like that but i think it's I think it's made to look like a naval-esque uniform type shirt, mm-hmm. but is true is really like a rich person brand. I got it at a thrift store. Um, Love it. Because it's Obsessed. super, it feels, it's like thick, like it's a thick knit. So it is sweater or sweatshirt-esque, but it's still kind of like a lighter shirt. Mm-hmm. And then I have, and it's blue and white striped. And then I have a um, Zara Sorry, there's really no good word for this. I think it's a dicky. Um, it's like oh, a, or it's it's like a. It just it has no. I guess it's just a crop top with a high neck that I wear under sweaters sometimes. But That's I so amazing. it's amazing. In function, it's a dicky. In reality, it's probably just a crop top. But I have that under it, and then my black trousers and my little gold necklace. And to work, I wore this with my Blundstone work boots because it's cold. And that's that. This is a very je ne sais quoi outfit, if you <gasps> ask me. Merci. Also, this reminded me when you were talking about your blendstones of that delightful reel that you made recently, mm. which I loved. I loved watching it. I thought it was so wonderful. Thank um, you. So if if anyone doesn't know or doesn't already follow at what is Chloe wearing, Chloe started posting like the cutest little outfit reels and you should all go check them out. That is at what is Chloe wearing? Wow, Amy's Amy is my publicity woman. Thank you. I feel silly. I feel silly sometimes when I make them, but I also think that they're just really fun and cute. And I don't know. I usually make them on Monday morning when I'm already late for work, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll make a reel right now, and then I just do it. But thank you. I did wear that outfit was similar, or it was just black boots, black jeans, black turtleneck with this cool vintage blazer I have, and then pins. And you can see it on the reel if you really. If you really want to, but yeah, we need to make some, what are you wearing reels? We got to, we got to get our stuff together. We've got to figure it out. Yeah. We'll get there and they will be so cute. I think maybe my goal, like after this episode, whatever, I'm going to make something based on the episode. So watch out, watch out world. We're coming. But yeah, I have a question, not about what you're wearing, but it's been on my mind. And so this is a good time to talk about it since we can talk about whatever we want. Have you been using A313? Yes. Which is this like French retinol vitamin A product that Amy and I both, not planned, right? We just both discovered it. 
and wanted to use it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. How has it been for you? It's been really good. I am. I haven't been using it as frequently. Like I don't use it every day. I use it like once or twice a week. So I have like revamped my skincare routine a little bit over the last like month and a half, two months or so. And I've really been seeing like some great results. To be honest, I've been like skin cycling, which is where you use um, like a, I think an exfol, a chemical exfoliant and on night one, a retinol on night two. And then you don't do anything outside of like an ordinary routine on nights three and four. And then you repeat that. So I've been doing that like, you know, to the best of my ability. Sometimes I still like fall asleep in my makeup or I'm just like, I'm not doing this. But I've been using that and the different gel cleanser or different um, benzyl peroxide cleanser, sorry. And then I've been using a Dermalogica like blackhead fizzy mask. Mm. And uh, my skin has improved a lot. So I don't know if that's like all of the other products but and the A313, but I've I've been having a, a good skin couple of months. And my foundation also has some like good skin, skincare benefits. To don't, it. don't be shy. What's the foundation? It's a Givenchy <laughs> Prism Libre. <laughs> It's um I love how you said that. Yeah. I think yeah, don't don't feel ashamed for having designer foundation, Amy. We get it. Um It's like the your base has to be good. Your base has to be good and this base is amazing. Yeah, it's a splurge, but you wear it every day and yeah. you wear it minimally. Like yeah. And it's nobody's business. It's nobody's business, but I will say that like I had the Armani Luminous Silk Foundation last year, and that was more expensive than the Givenchy, and it lasted me like over a year, and it, it was amazing. Like the Givenchy is mm-hmm. also very good, um, but the and I will say that like not all, but a lot of like luxury designer makeup is like actually does a great job. Like it's better okay. in ways that you don't think of. I don't know how else to it's better it. in ways only the rich can understand. <laughs> I have no, I don't think I've ever really tried any like design, but to me, I'm honestly like I'm like, how good can it really be? We've seen you the we've nice seen the sneakers though. that they make. I do. It's it's not like designer. What um, do you use? Well, honestly, up until literally three days ago, I just used Glossier. That's fine. Their skin tint. Yeah. It's it's the people's um the girlies <laughs> the girlies foundation um the proletariat foundation I yeah <laughs> no what is the proletariat foundation it's like Neutrogena or something yeah, like that. Or yeah the yeah, L'Oreal yeah. infallible the like in the Target beauty section which I <laughs> yeah. love and like I grew up in this past weekend though I mean because I was running out of foundation I really don't wear that much anyways. And because I always mix it with like moisturizer. Um, mm-hmm. And I, but I bought, I've been really wanting to try it because my friend, shout out to Lindsay, she gets frequently shouted out on this pod. She, her skin is always glowing. And I think she just has good skin and takes good care of herself. But also, she's also vegan. I'm like, maybe is that impacting her skin? But she uses the Ilia serum okay. thing. I thought like, you get Instagram ads for. Oh my gosh, are yes. we about to fight? Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Okay, so I went from the Ilya skin tint to, this is like my one, th- not my one, th- actually, this is not my one thing. I like nice makeup, okay. I love nice makeup. <laughs> just like a few things. Like I don't have a lot of makeup, but everything that I have just about is like good. 
because I don't want to like I'm a makeup girl in the sense that I want to know how to do it really well but I'm not like I'm not a hobbyist is what Mm -hmm. I will say about it but no so I've had the Ilia skin tint and I liked it my skin was not like exceptional when I had when I had it I thought it was fine and I didn't like the applicator that much I thought it was kind of difficult to use but I know Ilya also has another foundation that could be quite good and I had the Ilya mascara I didn't really like it it ran the the mascara that I currently have is like a benefit mascara and it does not like run under my eyes when I use it so I don't know it's different for everyone yeah, it's yeah. it's very true. It's very personal. Um, and we'll say for people who are listening, I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> like I like find 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 what works for you. It doesn't really matter. Like, and I I wasn't knocking the Target beauty aisle. Like, like yeah, that is good makeup. And like no, you, they sell like, Pixie. Pixie's so cute. But I've only used the Ilia for two days, so I think I'll refrain from commenting. Yeah. Um, until I have more a larger sample size of days um, yes. to back up my claims. But I have been using A313 in a similar way. I just use it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then in between, I'm either doing like a chemical exfoliant or nothing. And I think, I don't know, there's there's so much hype about this. And I was I was really like, this is it. This is the, the product that changes my life and like <laughs> solves all my problems. And I think it's definitely nice it's the first like retinol product that I've used I doubt my skin definitely feels good since using it but I think I was also hoping for like I wanted it to turn me into a French woman yeah and I am sadly still American I think you're one step closer though thank you (laughs) your striped your like navy and white striped shirt (laughs) I think that you are definite I think that you are definitely getting there and you could I mean, one day, maybe, if this is up your alley, like, you'll really be a French woman when you wear La Mer cream. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to yeah. say when you marry a Frenchman. And and that. And, and that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's A313. I heard that you wanted to talk about the royal family, though. I don't want to oh waste any more time. <laughs> I just want to do a little recap with you, and which we've done a, a little bit here and there for anyone who is listening this is like more of like a fun thing that chloe and i like to talk about every so often because we have moms who are exactly the same age they're both 60 and i feel like women who are like older their icon of life like of their of their lives was princess diana like she was it and like the the royal family was like for a time like really actually quite a big deal especially when princess diana was alive So I saw this reminds me of like a crazy tweet that I saw years ago that said like, and may he rest in peace, but like Kobe's death was Princess Diana for men. And so it's like that Mm -hmm. level. It was huge. It was, it It was was huge. huge. Like she, she she was like so beloved by so many. Um, And I think it's like weird. I feel like just with the crown of it all, like (laughs) the Royal family became so popular in, in American culture. Um, and then and then like Meghan Markle and Meghan and Harry leaving and, and all then Andrew and like all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and the Andrew of it. The Andrew of it all. Um, <laughs> but then I all like I'm like also like they're not that great. Like they're so average. And like yeah, historically like questionable things. A lot of questionable things. Like that big ass 
diamond that they looted from India. Yeah, yeah. Let's have an episode of The Crown about that. <laughs> All of the wrongdoings. And yet I'm like, damn it, if I'm not still so interested in what they're wearing. And like, I love to what know they what they're like. up to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, wh- why? Like, why? Because it's fascinating. And I think it's rare. And I think that the concept of like royalty is like, oh, my God, like, what? is this this is so crazy and I think women also grow up with like stories about princesses and princes and castles and so it feeds into that like fantasy but I do want to say I want to say two things the first thing is that my computer battery is running low and I've been looking at it and I left my charger at work so I might have to pause this and grab another charger or log in from my phone if that happens that's the first thing the second thing that we can we can edit that out um, the second or the other thing that I wanted to mention um, is that I watched all six parts of the Meghan and Harry documentary on Netflix so that you don't have to. Um, I have not read Spare. <laughs> I don't have any plans to read it, but I have been keeping up with the TikTok reviews of it. And I'm just fascinated. Like, here's the thing. Like, that documentary was so boring. It was which just shows like it kind of does prove this whole point that they had that like the enemy is not necessarily like the royal family themselves like it's not like a William versus Harry thing it's like they're all locked in this like really fucked up system of having to capitulate to the press in order to like stay relevant and afloat Mm -hmm. and for like the people to not just totally wake up and be like what the fuck like why are all of our tax dollars like going to funding these like very average like inbred white people except for princess anne and anyone who's watched the crown i think can like attest Um, to like we love princess anne yeah we do we stand Um, we We stand anne we stand anne and i think the documentary being boring just does show that like all of the kerfuffle and all of the like hysteria that was surrounding Meghan Markle and Megxit and stuff was like the was the absolute like gross, disgusting fault of the British press. And the Harry and Meghan wanted to get away from that. And they and I saw some jokes about like Spare being crazy. And it, the response was that like Prince Harry is airing all of his dirty laundry so that like he becomes totally uninteresting and like unappealing kind of after this and like hmm. just kind of gets alone. that privacy yeah and gets that's finally left alone there's yeah, a there's I a lot like to my, unpack it's true my take is like now they don't have the crown's money and so they have to keep doing netflix shows and like interviews and writing yeah. books to you know what i mean like literally to make money um but then i'm like no they're probably set for life so i guess so maybe like it's interesting that he would just he would write a book so that he's trying he's trying to become like not yeah. a target anymore it sounds like they are probably set for set for life but one thing that he alluded to was that like the crown like there wasn't a lot of money for them in the first place i mean i don't like a lot of money here is probably like relative but that like king now charles has wanted to like slim down the monarchy so there was money for him money for camilla money for queen consort camilla <clears throat> Um, <laughs> she's gross queen consort camilla catherine and william and their kids and like there was still some money left for like the immediate like working members of the family like anne 
Edward, Sophie. Of course, there's enough money for Andrew, probably, which is gross. But like his daughters, Beatrice and Eugenie, are both like obviously from immense material wealth, but they both have jobs. Um, and I think that it's now like expected that other members of the family will have jobs. So maybe they also part of their decision making. Uh oh. Amy's computer died. She's gonna get back on somehow. Sorry, everyone, my computer died and I had to grab my dad's work computer really fast. But anyway, so just to cap off, the royal family is crazy. I don't think that Meghan Markle is a narcissist. I think she's like a very, very smart woman who's like very genuine. And I saw a TikTok that kind of, which I will just go with that was like, Meghan is not any of like these horrible things. Meghan is just not funny and she's not white. And so, like, both of those things make her, like, and she's very beautiful and very earnest. And so, like, both all of those things just, like, make her seem off-putting. But, like, she... Especially to British people. (laughs) Especially to British people. And, like, she's just, she's just not funny. Like, she just, uh, like, maybe she has a a nice little sense of humor with H. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And there was one, there was actually one other moment that I wanted to touch on in the documentary, which was basic, which was they were talking about their when they were working royals in the UK and like all of the work that she did with the victims of the Grenfell tower fire catastrophe. And like, there was like a lot of time that was devoted to talking about that and talking with like survivors and talking with a lot of the women who like Megan worked with many of whom were like refugee women in the community that they were able to build. And like it was, she was actually doing really tangible, meaningful work, which is what she had signed up for because she had a history of public service. And I thought, just thought that it was a beautiful example of using your platform to uplift other people's voices. And I did not see anything. There was no reporting on that, and it was just like a really great to me, ex- like example of of like that the kind of responsibility that they have as people who have a huge platform. So that's my bit. That's my bit. So, yeah. Thank you. Because true, at this point, I get all my royal family information from you, <laughs> I, and you get it from TikTok. And so I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that pipeline um, a lot. Thank you. I'm on good TikTok. I love you. Um, thank you for listening to me chat about that for a long time. I've been waiting. Of but anyway, was there, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? What's on your cuff? What's off? What needs to come off the cuff? What needs to come off the cuff? Um, I was going to ask if you've ever heard of the term girly pop. Yes. Like, hey, girly pop. Yes. Because <laughs> I thought, that, okay, my, my students have been saying it to me. They also, <laughs> my students also have just been calling me Chloe. <laughs> which is like, oh my God. I just don't, I do not have time to deal with it. But one of my students will say it in a British accent. And it's so funny. She's like, Chloe. And I just respond. Um, but they say girly pop. And I thought it was like a new thing. But then I said it in front of girlfriends this weekend, like my age. And they were like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. not girly pop. Like girly pop. Like that's just throwing it back to 2018. And then I was like, wait, was everyone saying girly pop? And I didn't know. I didn't know people were saying it in 2018. I was thinking that was like a 2003 thing that like my mom. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my. I got to find the truth. I don't. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Listeners, weigh in. When when did girl when was girly pop popular? Girly pop. 
But my dearest Amy, what is on your list today? Well, first of all, I'll just say I liked going off the cuff with you and talking about whatever we wanted. I love going off the cuff with you. Okay, so I have got three things. Okay. So the first is, I th- well, the first I will say, I've been spending too much time on TikTok. So the first is a thing from TikTok. But there's an artist who came up on my For You page, a musician um, named Monrovia. And he just makes these really lovely little, like, acoustic songs and they're very sweet and so it's two words mon space rovia and it's just really it's his music is just really lovely and i went through his whole page and i liked all of his songs um and i just thought that i just think that he's awesome and he is kind of like he has like fifty thousand listeners every month on spotify which is like not nothing but you know i just wanted to give him a nice little shout out um, the second thing on my list is, uh, our blow dry brushes. So I do mm-hmm. have my keratin treatment, but it's not always perfectly straight. Sometimes there's like a bit of a wave. And so I went with my sister. I went to TJ Maxx, um, my faded, my faded place. Did it make you feel itchy? It did make me feel a little bit itchy, but I got a blow, like a big, one of those big round brushes. That's a blow dryer. And I watched some tutorials and I figured out how to use it. And it works really well on keratin treated hair. It works well on like barely wavy hair. I could not imagine using it on my actual hair texture. That would take like, like hours, but it's really, it works really nicely. So blow dry brushes, it was $25. It was really cheap. Um, There are a bunch of them. I wanted to go to TJ Maxx because they often have like, they had a dry bar one. It was a hundred dollars and I didn't get it, but you can get like some beauty stuff there for like, so I would also recommend things like little things from that, from TJ Maxx. So like nail clippers or like, like they have an awesome beauty section for sure. They do. With like good brands. They do. I don't know if I would get makeup or skincare from them or hair care. Like, I just feel not that there's anything wrong with it. I just feel weird. Like, that's just a personal. Well, it's not Givenchy. It's not Givenchy. Um, So, yeah. So that's the second thing. And the third thing is nice denim. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, I've been I've been using or I've been wearing like my sister's hand me down jeans from for like the last five years because she's extremely tall. And so she'd outgrow her jeans and then just give them to me. And then the jeans that I'm wearing were actually like a new purchase. They were nicer from a boutique and they just are super comfortable and they're super soft. And I'm just like, what have I been doing with like six pairs of like these old Hollister jeans when I just should have been buying like like a few pairs of really nice jeans? there so that's the last thing is just like nice denim if you can if you can come by it or if you can thrift it I tried to thrift it I almost bought a pair of Veronica beard jeans actually from my sister's closet a couple months ago but they didn't have belt loops and I just thought Mm. that they were gonna stretch that's weird yeah yeah that's strange um I agree with you I think like a nice just that argument that frame label it's argument of like having one like a really nicely made like simple thing is goes a long way because then you're not replacing it all the time. I love your list. Do you want to hear mine? I want to hear your list. Okay. The first one is um, I've I've been really getting back into knitting and also crocheting. I've never really been like a big crocheter, but um, over winter break, I made my first crochet project and I made this balaclava uh, with gran- that has granny squares. Um, it's beautiful. It's so, <laughs> I was so proud of it. Um, 
and I made matching fingerless gloves too, which is very exciting. But so my first thing on my list is anything with granny squares on it. Are you familiar with granny squares? Um, I'm picturing your balaclava, so I think I can infer what they mean, but please explain. It's like any, so it's, it's a square that is crocheted and it has this really specific pattern and it would be like what an Afghan is like if you go into like a grandma's home or like a seventies kind of style home and there's like an Afghan and it's made of a bunch of individual squares, uh, sewn together. Mm -hmm. it's like so it's it's kind of just like increasing circles and it forms into this square of like multiple different colors I don't know how well Mm -hmm. of a job I just did explaining that but anyways granny square everything I love it I'm obsessed I want to make everything out of granny squares um my the second thing on my list is I also pause sorry I think that granny squares is also just big in like popular culture right now too or like Mm -hmm. with like the girlies um because I think like (laughs) retro stuff it's just in that same vein um so the second thing on my list uh is related because i've been getting more into knitting and crocheting and i've been trying to find good accounts and my friend carly's who is a big crocheter sent me a lot of people to follow but one that i found is this girl her, her insta is i'd knit that she makes the coolest stuff and she's making it by hand it's id.knit.that and her name is kindle and she makes the coolest sweaters and sweater vests with like image, little images and text. She makes it all by hand. Like she, it's not with a knitting machine or anything. And you can watch videos of her making that by hand with letters and text and quotes. It's like so crazy. So I'm super inspired by her. I love seeing what she's making. Um, and the third thing on my list, the final thing is not related to this, but I have been, I love signet rings. Oh, yes. Um, I would love to have one one day. And I've been kind of fantasizing about, I just want to have like a really nice ring. And I found one online. It's Liberty Liberty of London, that brand, um, Liberty London. And it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's a signet ring with a happy face on it. And the happy face is made out of jewels. So like the eyes are diamonds and the mouth is rainbow jewels altogether. Can you send me an image of this? Of course. But then you flip it, the signet ring flips and can be a frowny face <laughs> made of made of jewels. <laughs> so it's checking all my boxes of being like nice and classic, but also whimsical and silly. It is unfortunately $1,700. <laughs> I cannot buy it. But I'm like, maybe when I get married, I'll just, I'll just wear yes. this. I'll wear this smiley face ring as my wedding ring. Um, I probably won't do that, but I think it's funny. So yeah, if anyone wants to buy me this silly ring, let me know. Oh, this is beautiful. It's so tasteful. It's so fun. And you can flip you it. Have amazing taste. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so that's my list. <laughs> that's a great list. Your list was great too. I'm just going to say, I felt so bad. Like, I did not, I was not having a good day. And then I joined this call, and now I feel so much better. And it's amazing what just being with a friend can do and talking about silly things. It is. Thank you for being my button. Um, I love you. I love you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your night. This was fun to be off the cuff. Next time we'll be on the cuff. but (laughs) Next time we will be wearing shirts with cuff sleeves. Um, and thank you to our listeners. We, um, we do keep up with our anchor statistics here and there. And I always like to look and see how many plays an episode. 
gets and so for the people who listen to this um thank you and we hope that you enjoy the pod and that you enjoy our company and i we hope that you have a great day too and remember if you like listening to us tell one other person share this with one other one other person because then we can grow our audience and we can meet our goal of getting stanley tucci on our podcast and that's what it's all about that's what it's all about (laughs) well I love you, Chloe. I love you, Amy. That's That's all. all. We said at the same time. That's all. (laughs) Bye. Bye. What Are You Wearing is sponsored by absolutely no one and produced by Amy and Chloe in the comfort of their own homes. If you want to know more about what we're wearing, reading, listening to, and thinking about, you can follow us on Instagram at What Are You Wearing Pod.